There is a fifth dimension. A dimension of sound. Damn it, Frank! We tell him to be quiet. I spill my hot cup of Uranus again. A dimension of sight. Hey, Arch. I'm gonna sock you in the puss. A dimension of mind. Nan Adams, is that you? Ah! Ah! Next stop, the Twilight Zone. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fifth Dimension. A It's a Wonderful Life meets uh, what was the other episode? Uh, cadavers coming? No, not cadavers <laughs> coming. <laughs> oh, uh, it's a Wonderful Life, a Christmas Story or a Christmas oh, Carol podcast. A penis stretcher. Uh, <laughs> yes, the changing of the penis stretcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is the Fifth Dimension, a It's a Wonderful Life slash Christmas Carol podcast, where we talk about the late. best of It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> A couple weeks and according to the original life. air date, a few months off type of episode. You say it's a so. wonderful life. <laughs> Dude, this is it's a wonderful life. It's literally it's, it's a wonderful also, life. Uh, you say it it's also... a wonderful lay. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful lay. I think that's a porn. <laughs> no, I mean, no, the, that's in a Hawaii episode. Hmm. It's a wonderful lay. One minute yeah, in, we've the mentioned the porn board. already. Yeah. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Right. Yes. But we're back. We're finally here to talk the last episode of season three. So we get to season four. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Oh, suck uh, it up, no, cupcake. That is much Jody Whitaker era. We're getting to the Jody Whitaker era, Jacob. Oh, gosh. You yeah. know, you keep building this up for people, and then it's going to turn out to be mostly okay, and you're going to have to retract every single statement. Yeah, I, refuse, I, I will never. I, I will hate every episode just for the sake of hating every episode. So let this me guess, 102, 107. That done. means that means that uh, uh, perchance the dream will never move. Jacob, okay, okay, Jacob. This is going to be wrong. the most mid-range <laughs> episodes ever. Ironically, no. probably Jacob. I will admit, all these episodes are better perchance the dream. All right. Oh, trip, just, trip, just, I will. Just I am putting them down room. underneath the piano in the house. The house for every single one of these. Just I'm actually, I it because I've I, heard I, such trash about it all this time. I know I've seen I have not said jack shit about it. Ironically, there are some good episodes. Well, yeah, not very many. And Jacob's gonna be watching this in his car. It's it's gonna take him literally. He's gonna have to like make two trips back and forth just to watch each episode. <laughs> once or twice. What isn't? Aren't there only like sixteen episodes or something like 17. that? Seventeen. Seventeen. No, there's yeah. sixteen. It was Oh, there's eighteen. Oh, it's literally shit. it's literally like it's Half literally a, a whole season, but each episode is the same yeah. length as two episodes. So ah. except each episode is literally fifty six minutes total. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty crazy. But we're not oh, there really? yet. That's like with commercials yeah. and everything. What were they like an hour and a half when they aired? No, the commercials back in the day were like two minutes long. It was oh, literally well, like Rossi would come out the... and say, "Here's a smoking cigarette or a yeah. box of Clorox or something like that." So Ovaltine, yeah, like <laughs> Chesterfields, yeah, the smoothest taste, Oasis, softest taste, Oasis, softest taste, softest taste. But uh, we're of course, <laughs> <laughs> but in all the honesty, softest we're taste. back. No, or your mouth. <laughs> but anyways, in all honesty, we're back to talk about Sterling's famous TV series, uh, where he voiceovers and dubs a weird voiceover of himself. Probably a different person voiceover him in this episode. I don't know what's going on. It is, of course, the episode that is the season finale of season three, which is uh season three, episode 36. It's Cavender is coming. 
directed by oh that's the wrong episode son of a bitch i was just gonna say <laughs> that is not cavender is coming i am having a week changing people, of the so guard really no season three episode 37 like the name of this one is indicative do you think there's like more going on there it's like indicative of what's happening with the show because you go to the next season wasn't there like a bunch of changes obviously the change of length but weren't there I mean, the, the open close or the open changed but that's just as much they kind of did that seasonally regardless no i mean like behind the scenes weren't there a bunch of changes with well the- i think I this know. is when rod sterling really started to let other people do yeah, the writing change i mean he he was involved but i don't think he was i think he was getting tired of Justin all this Roiland. nonsense he wasn't really there <laughs> yeah he was there like but they actually created ai back in the 50s and 60s so wow he's, he's, he, that's why his voice sounds so different when he does the uh, opening narration did you guys notice that like did you look yeah, at him it when was he, 80 like, yards or was, something it was, was it? so weird it, it, it's like almost like he lost his voice and had like a um not a stroke but he had uh like it was really sickness. short too i actually watched yeah. it on my phone i was at home but I, I watched it on my phone. I watched half of it, the first half of my phone, so I didn't catch that. I guess I just it didn't pick up on my phone. I I just maybe maybe I'm just in a no in a state, no no no. It was it, it was it really was noticeable. it was definitely it was very the the intro was very short and yeah. the voice didn't sound like it did sound it didn't sound like him normally. I don't think it right. quite it sounded like yeah like maybe maybe a like a throat problem or something like that because I know maybe. yeah it was it wasn't soon like he died in the seventies right. 75, I think. 75? He was still yeah. around for a while after this. Yeah. He was around for at least 13 years. Yeah, he's probably just wore out at this point. Like, he needed a break. Go to Lake Tahoe or wherever he goes. I really think it was voiceover. Like, they probably did the voiceover and then resynced it or however you would have done it back then. Let me see. Yeah, ADR'd it. That or it was a really odd audio recording. I'm pulling it up. That's what she said. He's pulling it up. Ads. I pay for this. Why do I have ads? Because. Okay. Where is, is it like Amazon Prime where they raise the price like three bucks? Oh, you're right. See, I didn't pick up this on my phone. I'm watch. I watched the second half here on my computer. Gentle bookish guy to be fun. I was about to discover that life still has certain surprises, and that the campus of the Rock Springs School for Boys lies in a direct path. That is weird. I mean, it's lining up. It like lined up, it like the the it matched with his mouth, but it it did sound kind of it sounded ADR. Yeah, it's it's but noticeable. It, it's, it synced up. I mean, it wasn't like because usually when there's ADR and you're looking dead at somebody, right. you're like ah, it doesn't quite. It'll never because we we know human beings so well. It never quite lines up just right. right. Pretty close. That lined up pretty good, but it didn't sound right. Hmm. Maybe they got like a speaking of, speaking of not sounding right. I was watching. Uh, a uh, clip of Michael Rosenbaum's uh, "Inside of You" and uh, Michael ba- Michael, Michael Bean was Rosenbaum on was "Inside You," yeah, right? But Michael Bean was on there talking, and yeah, that, that dude's yeah, it was crazy. Apparently, he had a stroke and everything. It was shit was crazy. But um, anyways, much better, much lighter episode. Uh, season three, episode thirty-seven, the changing of the guard. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I no. Well, you have a forty-two-year-old uh, playing someone in their. 70s late 70s early 80s he, he, he was just on, gear- right? he, he did have makeup on he did have yes yes on. he did okay, yeah, yeah. he was just gearing up for his uh battle with mike myers what, what can oh I my say? god and puma uh, man right and uh whatever he was playing the priest in uh prince of darkness oh, love uh, that's what he was in remember we were last week I yeah think said he was in the exorcist he was in the prince of i think he Darkness. was in the exorcist actually no he wasn't but, in the exorcist or one of the I exorcists think he, was oh yeah he, he was in the second one 
Was he? Wait, hold I on. Like what year did The Exorcist 2 come out? Uh, he was in Halloween Extended Edition. Yay. He's in All Quiet on the Western Front. Sergeant. Uh, no, he wasn't in The Exorcist what? 2. He was in yeah, the Western Front. How? Yeah. I don't know. It was 1979. Different times. Different times. I thought that was a new movie. No. No, I mean, it's a remake. No, oh, there's really? an old. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right. That is You've never seen movie. the. I haven't. You've seen never it. seen the original? Probably. I don't know. Directed sure. by Delbert Mann. Starred Richard Thomas, oh, yeah, Ernest Borgnine, Ian Holm, Patricia Neal. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. You said Ian Holm. Actually, I think this is. Like, I think that's a third remake. I think All Quiet on the Western Front's like a. It's had like. Four I could or five see that remakes. being done. I mean, it probably would have been one done back in the forties. Really. Yeah, this is 1979. Yeah. Uh, it's probably like a Star is Born or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So the next one's gonna have Lady Gaga in it, <laughs> right? Probably. And Andrew. Dutch. And she's gonna talk about the the deep, not the shallows, the deep deep end. I'm part of the deep end. Anyway, as I drown in. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so it's directed by. Too. Yeah, don't get me started on that shit. Uh, it's directed by Robert Ellis Miller, uh, written by Rod Sterling. Uh, production code forty eight thirty five. Original air date, June 1st, 1962. So they go into June instead of May on the... Uh, this is probably during the sweeps or something like that. Uh, but stars Donald Pleasance, Liam Sullivan, Philip Bevins, Tim, Tom, Tom ha- Lau, Buddy Hart, Daryl Richard. So yeah, I expected a very uplifting episode. And what I got was It's a Wonderful Life Meets a Christmas Carol. And uh, It's Goodbye, Mr. Chips. Uh, I've never seen Goodbye, Mr. Chips, but we'll just go with that. Same exact. Uh, you know how um that one episode was like Sunset Boulevard, uh, yeah. sixteen millimeter shrine. That's the, that the there's a lot there's a lot of correlation between this and Goodbye Mr. Chips. Oh, I mean you could say the same thing about like um uh what's that Rob Williams movie that he did where he's a teacher? Centennial Man. Oh yeah, oh, no. uh, Dead, uh, Dead, Dead Society. Society. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, bisexual yeah. Is, man. Bisexual <laughs> man. That's the porn version. Bisexual poets of society. Yeah. Uh, oh, I yeah. I would I even say you could draw. You could draw. I think you could even like make correlations to the holdovers a little. Yeah. Bit. Except he was not very well respected. He was not really well. No, for, like, I know, but I just like the, the yeah. No, the I got teacher, what you're saying. Yeah. Now. So. As far as this episode goes, Donald Pleasance, of course, a lot of people will know from his playing Loomis and his you know, basically craziness that he becomes during the Halloween franchise. He was also, like I said, uh, Prince of Darkness. But he's a pretty well-respected uh, stage actor slash actor in general. He, of course, played Blofeld. And here he, he is. Puma in, Man, like, or he was in Puma Man, too. What is Puma Man? You can't, I, can't, I don't know what this is, but I want to see this movie. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It's about this guy that, that gets the powers of a Puma, and he has to take on Donald's, Donald Pleasance. What are the Puma. powers of a Puma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, he can fly for some reason. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. It's, it's, it's is, a weird is it, is little it like, movie. It works sixty percent of the time, all the time. I mean, he he can fly at weird angles. I will show it to you at some point. He can fly <laughs> at weird why. angles. That's his superpower. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the powers of the Puma. Apparently, is this one word? Oh, the the Puma Man, nineteen eighty. <laughs> like they've got like this really terrible like um oh where they bet where they back project like the city and he's like flying all over the place and he's just like ah ah. <laughs> This is back before comic books became respectable or superhero movies. Oh, God. We're, they're still not respectable. <laughs> I don't remember. We went from 
intro to Puma Man. To we're talking about Donald. Pl- we're talking about Donald Pleasant. Donald oh, that what Pleasant. We're talking? I can't yes. remember Pleasant anymore. Filmography. Also, the fact that he had like white hair, and I'm not sure what was going on with his beard. Like, the kids call him Weird Beard, and I'm just thinking, well, yeah. Have you seen this guy? <laughs> I mean, they could call him Weird Weird Eye, like they did. Uh, um, what's his face? Yeah. Paul Giamatti. Mad Eye Mooney. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so this is an episode that clearly is uh representative of June first in the middle of summer, as this being a weird ass Christmas episode. Why they made this the season finale, I'll never know because um I'm gonna be straight honest with you. I fucking hated this episode. Really? And that's not my that's not the state I'm in. I fucking hated this episode because I I don't think we need an episode about suicide. I, I really don't in the Twilight Zone. It's I think I think it's a cop out. I think I, this is why I hated that fucking uh, what's the episode with Beavis? Beavis, um, Mr. Beavis? No, 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 no. <laughs> the um, oh, uh, time enough at last. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that is indicative of what the Twilight. The Twilight Zone is not a series that should be using suicide as a MacGuffin or as a uh, a, a point. Uh, you, but you know what I mean? Not MacGuffin, but a point. A plot point. Uh, a plot point. I don't think that's what Twilight Zone is. Like you know, you can have a guy who is down on his luck, but he doesn't need a fucking gun. He's not. He doesn't need to go shoot himself like that. It just you could have the guy just kind of. I mean, I, I don't know how you guys feel, but it just it feels so gross. It feels so disgusting. Like that's the you know a movie, a show like NYPD Blue or something like that. That's where you put this kind of stuff at. Not not the story of this guy, but. I didn't feel like it was a yeah. big part of it, though. It was more like kind of like... It's a huge like, part of it. It's like this guy was going to commit suicide part. until he hears the bells fucking ringing. It's just, come on. Well, I mean, like, the guy just... He clearly has had this, like, view of his life as this educator and this influencer of young minds. He's he's clearly had the, the thought he was great at it, and he's done a lot. So in one night, because you know he had to like review his life because he's getting sacked, he he all of a sudden is like, I haven't made a difference at all. I haven't done shit. Every my but whole can... life is uprooted, and he like, I mean, I'm not saying suicide's the way for sure. Well, but no, I mean, no, I'm just saying like, look at look at this is why I compare this to It's a Wonderful Life because look at what George Bailey's he's just gonna drop off a bridge, but like they stop that, but but it's just like. Okay, you consider the budgetary. Look at the. Budget I, I don't. I don't. It, like the budgetary this. has nothing to do with it. Is the fact that they cop out and go to a fucking gun? It, it pisses me off because the episode was doing so well, of building up this guy who just loves his job. He's like in his seventies or eighties. Finds out that he's going to lose his job to a younger person, which unfortunately, you know, is the kind of thing that I don't think happens now with, you know, tenure or stuff like that. But it was, you know, you have this guy that's down on his luck. He goes to see Horace Mann's statue. He hears the bell ring and he 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 gets the the people to talk to him. I think that's a much better way to tell a story than here. I'm gonna pull out my gun and you know go shoot myself because I don't feel like I made a difference in the world. I mean I I don't know maybe enough about committing suicide, but I'm pretty sure you know it, it just doesn't feel like right for the Twilight Zone. I don't know. I have problems with you know you can use guns in the Twilight Zone in like manners of like westerns and stuff like that, but I mean I, I mean if he had like pulled out a noose, would that have been any different? I I don't think any type of form of suicide works. I like it really I don't feels think it like works. The, I'm not saying that, but no. I'm saying it puts us in the state of this guy. And I don't think it's so much that he was getting fired is why he's upset and he's doing it. I think it's just the realization that he's always kind of just had this 
this view of himself that he's made this huge difference. And then suddenly in one night, he, in his, or at least in those moments, he thinks I've not done anything. Cause he even says to her, he's like, I have not made all these people, all these people I have these memories of and I've taught and I've tried to help. And I haven't done anything. I've not had any significance. I've done nothing good. And my life has been a waste. And it's like just all kind of hit him right there at the end. You know, I, I think it was just like kind of like a, a, a sudden midlife crisis, but it's not midlife, in life crisis, maybe. Like he just <laughs> like kind of like found out in his eyes, at least his life was a waste. He and got like slapped with a fish. Yeah. And everything that he he's all, it sounds like he's been very committed to the, not just the job itself, but the, the, the lifestyle the of like, yeah, of, of feeding these young minds. And now he just thinks that, oh, everything I've lived for my whole life has been a sham. I'm, I'm not, I haven't done anything for them. I haven't done anything at all. I'm, I'm a failure. So like, you know, I'm not saying I would do it. I don't think suicide's ever the answer, but I mean, I, get, I, I didn't feel like it was admittedly when he pulled out the gun, I was like, well, okay, that escalated. But I didn't feel like it was like a total stretch for this guy who has lived 80 years or however, how old they say he is. I don't know. Old. They didn't really say, but they he's been teaching for 51 years. So yeah. you think about it's that probably seventies. Yeah. Yeah. His whole life has been about he's married this. to the job. And even like when he was, they were like, oh yeah, we got, he was like, oh yeah, you know, I'll still be here. I'll be here till the end and all this and that. Cause I'm, I'm just a fixture here at this school. It's like, no, we, we don't really want you here anymore. And then that's when he starts reviewing all that stuff. And he's like, oh man, what, I don't think I have done anything. This is a waste. My whole life has been a lie. And so I don't think it's a stretch to say that maybe he would just kind of like want to end it. I don't think it's right, but so and, it's, and think this about so and also dramatic. Think, I don't think, think they about, had to do suicide, right? But, I, I'm but think about there. Serling. He's not one to do hysterics without reason behind it, right? I think it's more impactful, or at least for 24 minutes. Okay, so you got this guy, and he's just depressed about it, and he's more he just gets real depressed. He goes and looks at the statue or whatever. Let's say take the suicide all out of it. He disappears, and he's just oh down on his luck, and then. The in the the thing in the classroom happens. Sure, I mean that could happen, but I think maybe the way they were thinking about it, and I, I guess it is, is if he was like contemplating like ending it all, taking his life, and this thing happened and like brought it around. That's a bit more impactful, I suppose. Well, not impactful. It to show his state of mind. In, okay, okay. Um, in a second. Well, let me ask you guys this question. You have a character. Okay, this is going to sound stupid, but yeah, you have no. a character like uh, uh, Holland, Mr. Holland's Opus, Holland Opus or whatever. Yeah, Mr. Holland. The guy is basically loses his job. So he's going to go out and say, you know, commit suicide on that on that situation. Like, no, like they find a way around that to make it a much more like honest take about a guy who put all his career and life into something and feels kind of like he didn't do anything. But no, they're just going to resort back to, you know, he has a gun and he's going to use that gun. Well, and he's going to do it in front of the store. Consider, of consider being man. consider being in such a state where your world has been shattered. And you got and to some people. And I'm not saying that it's right, but I do think that there are people that given that where it comes out of left field, you're not expecting it. There are people that would consider that option, even well, if it's it, not a good option. That and also. Mr. Holland's opus had two hours and 23 minutes to tell its story and get across to you that, hey, this guy's upset. And I'm not saying they can't get across that the guy's upset about all that, but 
But I think just jumping straight to the, okay, he's going to end it, gives it more weight. I think that's that was their thought process, at least. I think, it, oh, it gives Whoa. it more weight that explaining, like, truly getting people to know how, not just that someone's upset. You can just say, hey, that person's upset. Oh, oh I'm sad. But yeah. to actually get you feeling something about the person and where they're at in their mindset, you got to, like, you got to have some stuff. You got to see some some things happen to the person. And I think they were wanting you to see that he's at his lowest of lows. And I mean, I don't know how much lower you get than wanting to blow your brains out. <laughs> no offense. To anybody. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, like, I guess I, I guess I should like tap in my responsibility. I think I could have like understood if he's like by a bridge and he was thinking about jumping over or, you know, he, he looked up the statue and, you know, he's like, I can't do this anymore or something like that. But I just think a gun's a little bit of a cheap, cheap uh, tactic. Admittedly, and, I, the the gun, I was kind of like, oh, okay, we're, yeah, we're no, going. Yeah. Absolutely. They've done <laughs> that. They've done it at... better ways. Like, you know, once again, the gangster, I understand they have a gun. It's a gangster. You have a gun or a I Western. I wonder why I he had a gun at school, but then I think that was actually his house. Well, that was his house. Yeah. That yeah, was his was, house. Yeah, he probably, his... he probably served say world war one or something like that. And then he kept yeah. the gun there. Well, no, I mean, he was old, but I guess he did teach. Some of the kids uh, from teaching. 1919. So yeah. he was, this was what, because probably 1950s. I don't think it was that out of character for, especially some of his age to have a pistol in their house at night. Yeah, in the 1960s. true. No, I, I, yeah, I don't And they know there's other, that. there's other, being that he was British, it could have come from any British conflict that came before that too. Damn so. Brits. Yeah, damn Brits always have been. Because we never do anything um, like that. Yeah, no, not at all. No, crazy. But it is nice to see uh, a guy that's not an asshole that really thinks he's doing it and making a difference and loves his job. And, and obviously you know. makes a difference. I mean, he knew every single person there. He he was going back through the yearbook and talking about all the details. It was a man that yeah. was committed to the, the people that he served. I, I mean, it is weird that he has like six kids in his classroom. Like his classroom is so small. Well, like, but it, it's it the feels prep like... school, you know? But I mean, but, uh, that, that's you... the thing. You go to like a private school or something. Like, by, if you go to a private school, their schools are smaller. I'm sure. Well, pre- no, no. I mean, yeah, classes true. are smaller. Not like public well, schools. Like, cram everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like sardines. Yeah, true. Especially Just get today, them through. Yeah. No kid left that's behind. That's also the 60s. So. <laughs> it was well, an idea. No, but you, you look at like, uh, we'll go back to the hangovers real quick. I mean, he had like 15 kids in his classroom. So I that makes more sense. That was than, also like, the 70s. Five so kids. it was. Yeah. Well, still, but like, I'm pretty sure a school of that nature would have classroom a little bit bigger. It just shows you, once again, the restraints of budget. Like, they only had enough money for like four kids. Well, and look too, you could you could say that it's um like an advanced class because those kids clearly weren't like many kids, right? Like, if you're doing like an advanced uh, literature class, you're not gonna you know have as many as you would in say freshman English 101 or whatever. Right. And um I, I have to I have to bash on Ross Sterling. Please sometimes write episodes that are for layman people because I had no idea what he was talking about half the time. Like he was like, spouting off like I, I'm joking in all honesty because I, I get why why he's making this this professor like very literate and learned and stuff like that. But it was like he's saying stuff that like are, are these words? This is like what happened to Jacob last week with the opening narration or closing narration. He's like, Are these words? I was, I was reading. <laughs> But he, when he was talking, I'm like, fine. what is he saying? And I realized he was like quoting. He's like a uh, Donald Pleasant's character, whatever his name is. He was quoting a lot of poetry. Yep. And uh, a no lot of like robust. I can't read. 
Uh, <laughs> but he but he finally but he's like hey you uh you kids you pass but you're all fucking dunderheads it's like damn but you dunderheads are gonna have nice careers and gonna go off and make babies and fight wars and hopefully not and, die and, horribly yeah not like his his past students who all apparently died horribly in tragic accidents or all of them just yeah you I mean, you don't know. I mean, there's probably like a, a waiting room. There's one that died like, of like exposure to cancer to uh yeah to cancer. He yeah, one one to. died of dysentery. Big one British. died fight. Yeah, one, that was Marie Curie. One died of dysentery. One died oh, of uh, a lot that died shot. before. Sam. Yeah. Negative of the time. Yep. No, it's just funny. It's a prep. Aren't people at prep schools usually pretty rich? Aren't they? Yeah, uh, they're rich. Well, people. but if it, but if you're called up for for service, you're still called up for service. And don't get me started on that because people back then just had more. They were more patriotic. They were more about, I'm going to serve the country and all this and that. Not, I not, mean, Doctor Who is patriotic, but I don't want to talk about it. You don't talk about <laughs> it? You don't talk about Doctor Who? You know nah. what doctor is not patriotic? <laughs> Jody Winter. <laughs> oh, I was like, I was trying to think of like, which doctor are you talking about? Uh, about anyways. Jody Whitaker, doctor. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like all these kids, like respect him, and you know they they sing carols for him and stuff like that. And then uh, ADR Rod Sterling comes on and does his opening narration. He does. He says, "Professor Ellis Fowler, a gentle, bookish guide to the young, who is about to discover that life still has certain surprises, and that the campus of the Rock Springs School for Boys lies on a direct path to another institution." Commonly referred to as the Twilight Zone. Sounds like a good campus. Wonder if they offer financial aid. Rock Spring. Oh yeah, they offer financial aid. Boys. It's called Have Rich Parents. Yeah. So you Nick hated this by... episode. Yeah. Yes, I hate it. I, I I like Donald Pleasance in it. I think he does a really nice job. I just don't like this episode. I hate his. I, beard. I don't like. I don't like that. There's no origin. There's not originality in this episode at all. It, it is a it is literally a knockoff I, of "It's a Wonderful Life" and "Christmas Carol." And but think, okay, okay, by Mr. Chips, but, right? But um, "It's a Wonderful Life" at this point wasn't well known outside. Like it was, it went through uh, it, theaters in the. It wasn't 40s, well known. Trip, trip. I guarantee it, it, it was a classic come, by this point. No, are you kidding? It didn't no, come sir. into the. It didn't come into things until like the seventies or eighties, where yeah. it was actually it's a wonderful seen. Life. Bomb and it. Oh, it was. I know it was. It was like Citizen Kane. I know it was a bomb. Those were. I mean, it it went decades with nobody talking about it. It wasn't until syndication on like TV. It could have been. It could have gone the route of Deathbed or something like that. Yeah, but it didn't, which is good because Deathbed is another bomb. What's that? My face. Uh, yes, your face, Jody. No, uh, (laughs) 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 no, uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. Was another huge bomb. Well, so was uh, so was was yeah, it? Anyway. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Wizard of Oz was a huge. It it had the it had the it's a wonderful life effect where it just kind of became a classic over time. You know the you know another bomb. Jodie Whittaker. Movie <laughs> House of the Dead. Really? It's a bomb. Still a bomb. <laughs> it's the bomb. Really? It's the bomb. Diggity. But I like it. <laughs> you know what's also a bomb? The end of uh, Resident Evil Two. Oof, that's all those it's movies. The, bomb. the the movie, Apocalypse. Oh, the game. The game. Oh, with the train. Or was that three? Maybe it was three. That was the bomb. Okay. Anyway, the movie was terrible. <laughs> hey, I like the first two movies. I like Apocalypse. I like the first movie. I hate Apocalypse. It is Apocalypse is great. Have you second... seen the third to oh, eighth? Here movie? we go. I like those. I hate Resident Evil Apocalypse. 
almost as much done. as the final chapter. I'm not talking about video games, Trip. I'm talking about movies. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about the games. The movies uh-huh. with Miljovich. Yeah. Miljovich could have popped up in one of the it's uh one of it's uh Twilight Zones. And Isn't I love like eighty nine years old because they're just popcorn, dumb, trashy fun. But that second one sucks. And before the Sir, came out, it sucked more. It we're was- gonna have to have a discussion about this. I'm br- I'm bringing my channel back. It's coming back. I love those movies, except for the so. Second. Anyways, the changing of the guard is about the changing of an old we person. Broke Triv. Looks like she got a strong arm. <laughs> she got her strong arm and the the the, the groupie and Cordo. Just call me Cordo. Cordo. Uh, yeah. So the changing of the guard is about the changing of a diaper of an old man because he's being changed for another a new yeah. younger version. I actually thought this episode was gonna go where he was gonna become young and he's gonna be a teacher and they're gonna do that kick the can again, but they didn't. Instead, he goes to commit suicide in front of Horse Man because you know that's what people do. They go kill themselves in front of Horse Man. And uh, I'm doing it. I'm just gonna say I really yeah. enjoyed the juxtaposition of like um, Handel's Messiah uh, against his mood because you know Handel's Messiah is very kind of like hopeful and all that shit, and he's sitting there with a the gun like I'm gonna kill Jacob, myself. Sure, saying words that I don't understand. I'm worried. <laughs> For fuck's sake! I don't know what Handel's Messiah she said is. Really? She I said she said Messiah. Messiah. Is that is that is that like a poem? Is that like a porn? You know, I've sure. heard of Handel's Messiah. I just don't I don't know like I'm not real familiar You know with the Alleluia chorus? The Alleluia, Alleluia. That's from this. Was that was that from Home Alone? That too. But it came out before that. It came out two or three years before that. Two or three twenty, thirty years. Try a couple hundred, but you know. I'm hey, gonna was, start so, calling you weird beard. I mean that's fine. Call me Neckbeard. Weird beard. Also, real quick, I love the fact that he's like, oh, well, uh, if you learn one thing, it's that I you need to make sure to check your mail. Yeah. Who who doesn't check their mail? This guy. Three weeks? Yeah. This guy. I don't check my mail half the time. So, anyways, can we can we talk about the statue of Horse Man and how when he taps it, it, it definitely is not concrete. Once again, I was watching it on my phone at that point. <laughs> I literally, up to the act break, I watched it on my phone. I took a break, came downstairs, and I watched the rest of it down here. Well, no, this was after the act break, though. It was, or no, maybe the, the act break, maybe it was before the act break. No, no, it was Anyways. after the act break. Oh, no, it was after the act break, yeah. yeah. yeah when he goes up the to the statue? Was when he walked out of the room, or the house. Yeah. Oh, but you didn't notice when he was like he was knocking on the, the statue, it sounded like it was made of wood or made of, like, uh, plaster. It didn't sound like a kind. I'll take your work. Yeah, I noticed these things apparently. Like I I don't know why I noticed them, but I noticed them, and it was weird. Hey, we appreciate the fact that you do. I don't know about critical eye. I just noticed things. Just take the goddamn compliment. I refuse to take a compliment. (laughs) Anyways, he hears bells. He hears Metallica's uh, bells from one. Hell's bells. Uh, Whom the bell tolls, time marches on. Dun 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 dun. So, anyways, he goes back to his school because you know schools aren't aren't locked or anything. He just you know he Wasn't hasn't given up school? his keys. Yeah, he was at the he was at the prep school. You know, okay, let's go back to suicide thing real quick. That's kind of fucked up because he was at his school. I guess is where the statue is. <laughs> Excuse me. And then he was gonna shoot himself, I assume, at the statue or in that vicinity. So when the kids came back to school, no, they were like on. But they were on Christmas break. vacation. They, they were, were gonna come back yeah. from Christmas vacation. To their dead beloved professor with his brain splattered across the snow, and the statue. Yeah, that's not. But that's I mean, he nice. he'll look like Jack Torrance in The Shining. You know, he'll just be like, <laughs> yeah. 
Good old weird or, now. Yeah, it's just yeah, because you know, because there'll be so much snow that nobody else knows. They'll just think it's a homeless guy. A brain in there. Yeah, yeah. The snow melts in the spring. Hey, teacher. <laughs> I mean, uh, the wolves will get him. The wolves yeah. will. Wolves will be hungry. The bear. The bear will be they'll walking hump by. his face. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but he hears the bells of Saint Peterburg. Of Saint Mary's. Of Saint Peter's, uh, Wang. I don't know. And uh, he goes back to his classroom. And, of Saint uh, Horace's man. Yeah, uh, sure. And uh, he goes back to his classroom, and uh, that's the end of the episode. He's he's dead. He died. He gone. He not dead. He's no longer alive. He not dead. Uh, maybe he did kill himself, and this is just a realization that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Mr. Horse. You're Mr. Horse. You don't I'm like it. I'm with Mr. Horse. The horse. The horse. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, let's finish out the horse. Is a horse. Let's finish out the actual episode, then we can talk more about it. Yeah. Hold on. Hold it's on. weird that you're. It's weird that you're in. in Tell black us about the episode. Yeah. Me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> uh, no, I mean he he goes back to his classroom and uh, he's visited by the spirits of his dead uh, cohort. Wait, hold on. Before I do that, let me change my actual picture so I don't have Ralph in the back. There we go. Anyway, anyway, he's gonna kill himself. Why? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> they only had 24 minutes uh, well in the meantime at least wait, his, on, uh, guts, at least his uh, digestive tract didn't get sucked out by a by a power or a, a shop vac i mean that's you never know you never know ah nick's turned into like a ghost figure like maybe he's a jellyfish i'm not sure what that shadow is Ah, he's reemerged. He's really Why am I pale. So exposed. I don't know. Nick, stop exposing yourself. Anyways, uh, okay, so man goes to penal colony, gets injected with serum, becomes <laughs> fighting crime, a superhero. Jacob's apparently still looking at uh, come and go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, no, in all honesty, so he goes back to his classroom and people that he has taught, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, okay, so he goes back to his classroom and uh, random kids appear. And They're the ones that he like, mentioned earlier that died. I'm sure. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, you, I, you were there and you were there and you were there and you were there. So anyways, you what do we death. think about this? You get a death and you get a death. <laughs> <laughs> you get, well, it changes. You get, it ends up changing his mind. He says the changing of the guard. I I wouldn't trade. Uh, there, there's kids singing. Um, uh, it came upon a midnight. Well, clear no, uh, but, oh no! Wow! Whoa! 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 I, where are we at? Uh, no, but uh, his, these kids appear and they basically told him almost one by one like how they inspired him and they like sing poetry and you know say you know you taught me to be honorable and respectful and. I died by dysentery. I died by um, in yeah, Iwo Jima. I died on the the Arizona. I died, you know, trying to be Mir- uh, Marie Curie. Uh, basically, 
he he comes to realize that maybe uh his life is worth saving and that he's an idiot and uh he needs to go stop michael myers because he's about to kill his sister stop puma man from uh flying like a moron yeah and he needs to go be in a john carpenter movie about a priest and a church and the demon and that too no i mean but what do you guys think about this this stuff this part of the episode what is your thoughts i thought it was quite heartwarming i mean I think Donald Pleasance did a great job acting. You know, I, I think everybody at in some point feels like they don't matter. And to see that, and I, I think it makes a difference. It's a sharp, I mean, it's not the end all be all of Twilight Zone episodes, but I think it's a solid entry. Why'd you like it, Jacob? Why'd you like because it? Because he liked it. Why do you not like it? Because you don't like it. Is your name Mikey? Did you like it? Mikey, he really likes it. No, I didn't. I thought this was uh... a... Like, where's the beef? Halfway through it, I was kind of like, I don't hate this. I'm on board with it. Fine. But when are we going to, you know, what, what's going on here? When's the Twilight Zone going to happen? And then I thought this was going to end up being an episode where I was like, it was fine. It was, you know, it was, really, right. it was drawn out and all this and that. But no, like, I thought that all the stuff that they did in the beginning really paid off in the end because it did get you to thinking, understanding where this guy was coming from. The episode did not go where I expected it to. I was actually thinking like when he went out there, I knew something was going to happen. I figured it was going to be something like Nick said, like he was going to be younger or, you know, go to the past or something like that. I thought it was really nice. And then when like he goes to the class and the kids show up and they start talking, I was like, okay, it's going to be that. But then the way they did it, I just thought was really well done. They just did. They were all people who had died. And it was sad because it's like, okay, these are all children that you taught and they all passed away. And it doesn't sound like they passed away in like nice ways either. No. But while even though they did pass away, they did something great in the process and they did it all because he taught them something. Because like one of them said, you taught me to be heroic. And one of them was like, you taught me to be patriotic. One of them was like, you taught me to whatever, like never stop stopping or whatever and uh you know and i thought that was really nice and like you see him come around and he's like okay i do have value i don't and it's very in your face the the uh the, the moral of everything yeah it's even not though, subtle yeah even though you yourself didn't do something that you or others may consider to be this great thing you inspired others to go on and do great things and because of you those great things happened so by in turn yeah and by proxy if you will you did a great thing you know what you're doing is a great thing because you're molding these young minds and you're making them be better people and go on to do these great things and even though they died which yeah that sucks it's ultimate sacrifice they did it they did something great in the process and that was because of you so i thought that i was like okay that i actually really like that now like i said up to the middle or up to that end part where he goes to the classroom, I was just kind of like, I think he's doing a really good job. They're doing a good job of showing that this guy is kind of like in a bad spot, and it's fine. But they really turned it around with that end, I thought. I thought the end was really good. Yeah. End being the part with the classroom. After that, you know, he's just kind of like, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Which suddenly became <laughs> a Christmas episode. Like, the whole time, I guess, I think they mentioned, yeah, they're going to Christmas break and all that. I didn't feel like this was a Christmas episode, but it does take place at Christmas, but I don't really think that that adds no. or takes away anything from it, really. I mean, one part he goes, hey, Merry Christmas, everybody, at the end. But, you know, 
I don't think it needed to be at Christmas necessarily. It's set at Christmas, but it's not. It yeah, makes no difference Christ- one way it's, or the other. It's like Die Hard. I mean, it's set at Christmas, yeah. but it doesn't really matter. This Christmas. I, I I would also say, and and maybe things were different back then, or maybe I'm thinking too, like one dimensional. But like, wouldn't with professors, wouldn't you go like with the school year? So you would, you know, redo contracts at like after spring break or spring semester, not at Christmas. Well, they they don't really um they don't really dig say. into that because it may have been they're saying for next year. Right. Maybe they, he was going to come back. Maybe he was going to finish out the semester. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, that would be kind of, I mean, wouldn't they have already had somebody come in? They didn't really elaborate on that, but I mean. They didn't. I, and I know 24 minutes I, and it's a semantic yeah. point, but I was sitting there like, wait a second. So you're going to leave all these kids heartbroken because you're not going to be there for the rest of the school year. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I, I think with him, it was probably more a case of like, he was in this place he wasn't in his right mind. It was uh, irrational or not irrational. It was irrational the way it, way his brain was. He didn't really have a plan. I would also uh, add that the headmaster like says to him, well, you should have been at the meeting. You know, everybody had glowing things to say about you, which at the time sounded kind of condescending. But then you get to the end and it's like, well, yeah, duh, you dumbass. I did like how they didn't make like the headmaster or maybe I just read it wrong. They didn't no, make I... the headmaster like an asshole about it. No, you tell he was didn't. like, "Hey, we really appreciate the time you've given. It's just you know your time is up. Right. <laughs> you know, we... Time to move. Oh, on. and they didn't. The they way. weren't like, oh, you're old and you need to Ew. get out. It wasn't like that. It was just that, hey, you know, man, you were supposed to retire like 20 years ago, and it's it's time. <laughs> you know. By the way, I was trying to figure out where I recognized the headmaster from, and he was in yeah. the silence. Oh, okay, nice. yeah, I knew he had been in another episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so apparently, he got his on. voice back. Nice. <laughs> He does have a very distinct look. And when I saw him, I was thinking that too. I was like, what have I seen him in reasonably recently in the Twilight Zone? And it was the silence. Woohoo. So there's that. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. The more you know. Oh, he told me to do things. Pork chop sandwiches. What the fuck? Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) An attempt was made. And it failed. He tried and he failed. Lesson is never try. Um, (laughs) How about so, a yes. massage? <laughs> oh. So he he basically realizes that he did a lot of things for people because apparently he's too much up his own butt, so he just doesn't know. And I he quotes it wasn't that you shut your mouth. He exactly. does. He was up no, his it's own butt. Not. It's not that. He just doesn't realize the the uh the importance of what he does and how it affects other people. Yeah. Because he himself but, didn't go and create the X-ray thing, or go to Iwo Jima, or go to Pearl Harbor. He didn't. He himself didn't do these great things. He didn't yell "America, fuck yeah!" Yeah, fuck yeah! He, he didn't. No, they he, they saved that for the uh, 1980s version. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Probably. But he inspired these people too. He he taught them and led them so that they could. I thought that was a really nice message. Yeah, you that's good. Fucking hater, Nick. <laughs> but no, um, he actually quotes uh, Rod Serling's alma mater motto from Antioch College, uh, which of course was spoken by his first president, Horace Mann. And that quote, of course, is "Be ashamed to die until you have won some victory for humanity," which I think is actually quite poignant and quite, uh, yes. yeah, quite a nice way to end the season because it's you know you, you if you find some way to make the world a better place then you should be ashamed to die in a world that you made better. You know, me putting out YouTube videos doesn't make the world better. It's, you want to be great. 
do something to be great about. You just like porn existing. Yeah, in certain circles. Why not? I tell my kids that stuff. Some people think it's hard. It's harsh. It's not. I love my kids. You'll always be great to me. But to the rest of the world, if you want to be great, simply existing and being here is not enough. If you want greatness, if you want to be heralded for being great, then go do something great. Because if you don't, in the rest of the world's view, you'll you're not great. Exactly. Now give it some thought before you do it, though. Don't just go like <laughs> well, run yeah. down the interstate <laughs> naked or something. See. Like that. See, Triv, Jacob, Jacob actually said something poignant. And Triv's like, just don't go down the interstate naked, people. <laughs> hey, there are people that would do that to think that like influencer bullshit. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's why great. I say it. <laughs> I know, but there's some people that would see that as great, be great. because they, they have a warped sense of what is great. Oh, yeah. What recognition it. is great. Recognition. Why do you think Mr. Beast is so famous? Because he does shit like that. He goes you down the interstate. Get recognition until you do something great. Dude, he, he, did the whole bunch of wells for kids in Africa. He helped people with blindness. Yeah, that did that went over like a lead balloon though. So, but that's any that we're a cynical society. I'm not saying it doesn't he's matter. Like I, I, I don't think I, I think he was doing it for the views. I don't think he was doing it to be. He was doing it for the laws. Why couldn't he do it for both? Because I, I don't I, I I don't know. This is a whole conversation we could get into about. You're right. I don't want to do that. But I'm saying I think you could do you can you get the views, you get the money, you do more good stuff. You can. You get well no. right. stuff. <laughs> Doesn't mean you, you get do. the money. Or you know, what it's it? like it's you like might, the, you make the product blank, you, you get the money. Well, like no, they the, the el the dwarf or the, what are they? Elves, they steal underwear, question mark, make loads of money. What? That's the uh, thing. Uh, they steal underwear, <laughs> question mark, they make loads of money. Like that's the that's the South Park thing. Oh, Hold on, I missed that one. Do you want me to hang on? Let me pull it up. I got it. I got it. Stop. stop Good. It. Ready. All right. Phase one. I don't get it. Lufu. Phase one. Collect underpants. Phase See. Four, phase three. Profit. Oh, See. No, you don't, badass. <laughs> so if you draw nothing else from that episode, you want to be Triumph the Insult Dog and be Mark Maron's friend. Yes, because it'll get past this. <laughs> Shitty episode that I'm not a big fan oh, of. Ah, fuck's sake. I mean, it, I mean, it's no, uh, I, I, I mean, I think Trouble Templeton was a little bit better in this episode. Ah, oh, fuck's oh sake. Nah, I'm, not, I'm not really going that far, but I, I, I don't think there's a shitty episode. I'm just not a big fan of the episode. That's all. I don't think it's top just, 10, but I think no. it was, I think that the episode, all right, so we got a lot of episodes in Twilight Zone that have a message and they have a good message. And at the end, I'm like, hey, I really like that message. I like what they're saying. But there's other things in it. I'm like, but you know, from pure entertainment standpoint, mm, it was lacking something. I feel like this one was going down that road of like, okay, yeah, it's not bad, but it's just kind of. Eh. But then they really brought it around. I don't think the ending, that that end part, the the twist, the Twilight Zone ness of it, would have been nearly as impactful had we not had all the stuff in the beginning that at the time wasn't hating, hating it, wasn't bored. I was just kind of like, okay, what's are we just gonna follow this guy? So yes. we needed all I, I that just, to get. I just think it's weird to have. Uh, it's just weird to have this be the season finale, which is June first, and have to have people wait till January third as a mid-season replacement for the twilight. You know, with the Twilight Zone, and this is what they they end out on with. You know, for instance, season two. Well, but look with, at but uh, look at the way look at the way that um like the production code went. It might have supposed to have been a Christmas episode, but it ended up in june because of they're making a fucking christmas episode like it, like it just doesn't make any sense like for instance the obsolete man is a great way to end 
the second season because that is a outside of Jacob's like disdain for that door. And then the, the end of the first Terrible season was ending. yeah. And then the for, end of the first season is the uh fourth wall breaking episode. Those that's how you end a serious season. This is just like, hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna throw in the uh the Doctor Who Christmas episode into the last episode of the season. It's like, no, you do this in December or some shit. It just makes more sense. Well, okay. Here's here's I the question. Would would you say that this might reflect where Rod Serling was at this point? Where the character that he's playing on committing suicide with a gun? No, in front no, of no, no, no. For Sick. God's sake. <laughs> like the, the, the Karen concern that went into previous seasons, maybe he's like, you know what? It doesn't bloody matter what I put at the end. I mean, it, it's uh, possible. Uh, fish I out mean, of, pick out of five. Let's go this one. I, I mean, it's possible, but I mean, he's still under contract. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think there's I think there's a better way. Like, there's a better episode to end a series season on. Like, you could do the dummy or something like that. The gift, or, not the gift, but uh, Hocus Pocus and Frisbee or if the Serb Man or you something. You hated Hocus Pocus and Frisbee. Okay, the Serb Man or something like that. If this was five it, episodes back and just like, you know, not at the end. If it was just a whatever. If it was number, I don't know, 27, would you feel... Is bad about I no, mean, but I would I, I would probably not hate it as much for being a season finale. It doesn't feel like a season finale. It feels like they're bored and they're like, it hey, was have a guy trying to commit suicide during Christmas. It's like, well, that's a stereotype to happen. I mean, it's it just, wasn't I, then though. It wasn't a stereotype at the time. It was a wonderful life to come out, but it wasn't a thing. I mean, I don't know. I I, I, mean, I just I, I don't know. Maybe I'm how do you this. how do you, season finale for an anthology series is. I'm sure you want to go out with a bang anytime you end something, but is it really? It's not just, like a a, a a serial or something or or some show that's had like an overarching story that you yeah. get some big like dun dun dun. No, it's just it's another story. It just happened. I to just one. I guess this is maybe starting to show the problems not only with the third season but where the series is headed because as we'll talk about, Triv and Triv knows this very well. Jacob, you'll see it too. Uh, the Bewitching Pool is the season series finale of this whole entire season or series. And that sure went out on a bang, you know? Oh, my God. That was a... Yeah, Dude, I, think I would have rather to... had this gone out on a carol for another Christmas, because at least that made more sense. Yeah, it's... Um, I think the I think that as we saw, we've seen in the third season, the scenes are starting to show on just how a series that's messed with by the studio can start to falter, and mm-hmm. you start to see the seams of, you know, Rod Sterling's kind of, like, exhaustion from trying to keep the series in check, and you know, I'm pretty sure he clashed at this point. I mean, you, you can't you can't tell me a guy who really thinks that 30 minute storytelling is the best way to go be forced to do it in a for a 50 minute season that he was happy about that. Like he probably went of into shouting not. matches. Well, well you have to think too, like this quintessential Twilight Zone or anything. But no, no. But that's been the last it. half of this season. Really, there hasn't been a lot of what you would call quintessential Twilight Zone. Well, sure. Would you say? Yeah, there's been a lot of this. I don't know. I I have a I don't like we we talked about this a, a couple of times. Like something we'll we'll talk about season three, and I'm kind of like season three hadn't really been that great, has it? But then we'll pull up some episodes. We're like, oh, that was a great episode. Well, this is a great one. And there's a few of them that are like back to back to back. But then I don't know. My overall view of season three is kind of like it's been a little bit lacking. Maybe it's because it's kind of been like spiraling down a bit. Well, wouldn't Not you like think too, though? Bad, but to some extent, it's taken us a lot longer to get through season three than what it would that, normally. That I think that be. kind of it. I will agree. I think there's a lot of hit, miss, hit, 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 miss, 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 hit, miss. You know, back and forth and back and forth. The but quality has that, been very up and down. Yes, it has. Yeah, I and, think you know, after I, this 
I think after to serve man, you could definitely tell the dip in quality of episodes. I mean, yes, Little Girl Lost is good. I don't know. I'm trying to look. The dummy is pretty good, but you could definitely tell there's like there's the quality just starting to wane on the on the series. Like there's gonna be some bangers in season five. I'm assuming there's gonna be a couple of good episodes in season four. But this episode is indicative of like my overall fears of like what the Twilight Zone is starting to become, which is just kind of a bland storytelling element to add in some, you know, a little bit of surprises and shocks here or there, and that'd be it. And it doesn't it feels like it's losing a little bit of something in the in the translation. It, was, it, it definitely loses its spark a bit. But yeah. I think too that you know, for so like the first season and the second season as well, it's you know, you come out of the gate and you've got all of the energy and all of the bangers and then how how long can you keep that up? You know, especially where it's 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 season back to season back to season. You know, they didn't really have a lot Viagra. of. I'm sure yeah. you can, but you could probably use Viagra. No, <laughs> Triv, you clearly yet. have not. Triv, you clearly have not watched Lost. That that series kept up for years and never faltered and became the greatest. They had show a much ever larger knew. staff and the money to back it up, though, too. And clearly you've never seen The Simpsons, which has been on for 35 years and never faltered once. Oh, yeah. They never career. had any issues at all. No, never. They they clearly. never put out shitty episodes of me. Stop watching it after a while. Clearly you've never seen Doctor Who, which <laughs> came the greatest series known to man. It was, yeah. What? No, no, it still is. It still is. Jodie Whittaker <laughs> is like the revelation that they needed. Oh, I mean, it, it just became the, the greatest thing since sliced anyway. like cornbread. Fuck you want to talk sake. about it? No. no. <laughs> I think we need a uh, podcast. I think you do, but I I thought about it. Call it. I need to talk about. You it. want to talk about it? <laughs> I need the, the to talk about it. You can talk about it after I get my ass to bed. I need. We're gonna just call get it your ass to balls therapy. Basically, yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> the your doctor childhood. is in. <laughs> yeah, the rape See, of a child. He's going. Oh, he's going. He's going where one. He's going where no man or woman has gone before ever since they stopped watching. Yeah, lots of men and women probably aren't going to that show anymore. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay, so the episode ends. Screw with you, him. Chris Chemnell. Uh, yeah, it was screw screw random guy that I don't know who he is. It's the director uh, of uh, Jody Whittaker season. Yeah, he's like the showrunner. Exactly. Yeah, oh exactly. well, screw that man. Screw him up his stupid little uh, anus. Uh, anyways, so he decides. He's you know the you know the ins and outs of his voice. anus. Wow, yes. that's impressive. So, anyways, it's in the background or, there. <laughs> right. So the professor's gonna uh, accept retirement. He's gonna li- live life to the floor as he enriches the lives of his of boys. And you know, he's gonna bring boys. <laughs> That's what it says. Content that his life is content that his life is fuller for having enriched the lives of boys. That's the episode. That's the end of the season. That's how we are left before January third of two. Was it nineteen sixty three? Closing thoughts. What do you guys think? I hate this episode. I like and I still stand by it. I think it's a solid entry. It's got it's um you know it's it's a good poignant episode that isn't necessarily like you say classic Twilight Zone, but it does hit yeah. hit you where it a, needs you to need hit. A goose. You Here, need to okay, a, so so I always you need to give bring a coin this up. to a goose or a coin to a kid to get a goose or a little sure. titty. So he that die. too. I always go to this and I never. I, I'm always kind of of two minds of this. So Pace Magazine listed this one at 122 out of 156. And the IMDb listings were was put it at twenty two, like just wow, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> I wanna, where where's this list at so I can burn it to the ground? Uh, it's on IMDb or Pace Magazine. Take well, Pace Magazine's uh, too high, so we'll burn that shit to the ground. I'm I'm game for that. 
but basically called this a saccharine experience. They said that um, Donald Pleasance was great, saccharine but it was bullshit. otherwise quite quite saccharine. So I thought everybody was good. I mean, nobody was bad. I thought it was no, no, no. But it was it was too. I mean, he's sweet. the main. It was it was too too you know sentimental oh, and shit. See, yeah. yeah, that that was reviewed by some Nimrod dipshit from nowadays who's just. I would agree. Everything's cynical and and broken and 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 if it's if it's too happy then it's a bad thing fucking hate people like that i'm sorry jacob i don't mean to be that. i'm sorry <laughs> no. but i mean things it's too be... sacred damn it i have no heart they, no, i don't i get I'm what not you're a saying. big fan of sappy you know and, and yeah things like that i mean, I mean you it can, has its place but if you're gonna okay say this is too saccharine lifting sometimes well no i'm just saying if you're saying this is too saccharine you must really hate fucking it's a wonderful life I know I keep going back to that. Or you hate yeah. a Christmas Carol. It's the same shit. Like it's it's doing the same thing. It's a guy down on his luck and finds the ghost of like his past coming back to help him. And I think the world has room for both. Well, yeah. It has room well, for you know what? Go watch and I, I know it's an old movie, but go watch Goodbye Mr. Chips because it has a lot of that same feel. You could say anything like this, whether it's Dead Poet Society, you know, the holdovers, um, Goodbye Mr. Chips, pick any of those. And you've got that same thing of a of a long long suffering teacher that is trying to do his best but doesn't necessarily do what he needs to do. Not so much in the case of the dead poets, but you get the idea. Well, that's got eight point two, huh? How do you how do you find the rank? How do you find the rankings of it? Oh, I just googled uh, IMDb Twilight Zone nineteen sixties rankings because they rank the series as as a separate link then and it was just somebody that that did the ranking but they kind of did it based on the overall rankings of each episode i mean it gives you insight to what different people have said about it if nothing else but no i, I think go. it was i think that every educator has those moments of of doubt and i mean even i'm sure rod serling like it feels it feels like maybe something that he was feeling and maybe that's why it ended this season because he's like well did i make a difference i'd like to hope i did that's, well, that's kind of where she I came said. from. That's what yeah. she said for sure, message. Jacob. I said it a couple of times. That's what she said multiple times. Like, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, she did. Right. Did I have the strap-on on or not? She did. I didn't say anything about strap-on. I just said you said yes <laughs> several times. I agree. I don't know. I, I, I can't get behind you guys. You have you have none. you have a right to episode. feel the way you know the way you feel. That's all right. It's it's okay to be wrong, Nick. Uh-huh. I know. Agreed. I'm always right, but you have the right wrong. to be wrong. Oh, Jesus. You have the right to remain silent. Whatever you say will be wrong. You, can use it you know what? Push come to shove. At least house. you're not at least you're uh, not flying around like a Puma man. You don't know what I do when I don't do in my spare time, Triv. I don't see the fancy belt the fancy belt, so I don't think you're the Puma man. You don't see what's under you don't see what's below this part of my, my body. I hope you're wearing pants. That's all I'm gonna say. You don't know what I do in my spare time, true. Okay, fine, fine. I porky pig it I all don't. the time. Oh god. You stand up. No. No, 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 no. You stay sitting. Anyways, uh anything else you guys want to talk about? I don't have anything else to say. I'm good. Number 32. Oh, all that's missing from this is uh <laughs> at the very end when they when the boys are singing uh, came upon a midnight clear. All that's missing from that is God bless us everyone. Yeah. Yeah, he should have thrown a coin at him. He's Merry like Christmas. Get... <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You <laughs> <laughs> should have thrown a, a coin at the kid and said, "Give me a goose." And the kid's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." I just ran off with the coin. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. That'd be a great way to end that episode. He just goes to buy penny candy. But Jacob ends up with the you know very long closing narration. 
Oh yeah, Will. <clears throat> Professor Ellis Fowler, teacher Professor X. who discovered rather blatantly something of his own value. A very small scholastic lesson from the campus of the Twilight Zone. They should call him Professor X. Da, 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 Professor Puma Man. Professor Moriarty. Professor Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Yeah. Touched by an angel. I'm going to walk um, in. Having him walk in a... Are we talking like religious shows here? I have no idea. What's the, one know, the hitchhiker guy? Was... Oh, Highway yeah. Heaven. Landon, Highway to Heaven, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we talked about that before. All right, all right. Let's close out this episode. That is uh, the season finale, Changing of the Guard. Uh, let's do the Twilight Zone ranking list, the greatest ranking list, because we need that another notch to our belt of ranking list that we definitely do care about. You know, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, where's all the, right? It's on Twitter again. Twi- it's yeah. on Twitter. I can't put it in the comments section anymore because it's too long. That's what she said. She literally just said that. She said it's too long. Uh, so episode, this is uh, ranking at 102. 32. <laughs> can we, be, can we uh, add 32 and make it 133? Okay. Whoa, I just noticed something. <laughs> we got kick the can at 39. You can put kick the can over this. <laughs> I'm definitely not putting this up at 39. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> you guys are the ones that put kick the can that high i didn't put it that high i don't but remember yeah, putting I, it that high i don't either you you That's all did i i did not like that episode i would have put it down in the 70s i didn't think kick the can was that great either i thought it was what it was. <laughs> not do not blame this high. on me do not yeah. blame this on me i mean <laughs> sure, I sure if you are the one that got me to put per chance to dream oh, higher than it was supposed <laughs> You did do that. Fine. You got to accept Fine, that. yeah. Blame me. That that's that's accept that's responsibility for your actions. Okay? I mean, if it were me, the monsters would do on Maple Street would still be number one, but no. I don't get to make these choices anymore. That's right. Um Monsters I'm doing gonna, Maple Street should I be around this, down around twenty. Uh no. Um yeah. I'll put this in the I, I'm gonna start with the eighties. I'm gonna put this in the eighties somewhere. The 80s. I think uh Peanut in the House is better in this episode. I uh, I actually don't think I think this would be better than lateness of the hour, but not as good as Mister Jet on Doomsday. I think it's better than Big Tall Wish. No, I put it right below Big Tall Wish. I really don't like this episode. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I don't like this episode at all. I think it's two out of three. Do well, what about something like I sing the, the Body host. Electric number sixty nine? What, what if we put it there? That's kind of midway between where no, you wanted to can't be. Play and where games, we but you can't play games with this episode. Sorry, you I can't can play prizes. games with this episode. I do like. You can't win prizes with this episode. I do like. They're kind of similar, similar styles. The hunt. I mean, that's a, you know, poignant kind of thing with the dog and the guy. And the I think death. I'd rather watch the hunt, honestly. You want to watch the cunt? Where's the hunt? Yes, at? number uh, long distance call. I'm not putting that high. Oh my god, you guys are crazy. But I'm saying long distance call. You think long distance calls better than this? Yeah, I do actually. Really? I didn't like that episode. Kid suicide. Well, but that Kid that's a suicide. Whole I don't know. I mean, we, we put look where we put uh, the uh, nightmare as a child. It's number fifteen. So I mean, yeah, there's a reason there. for that. Perfect world, Triv. Where would you put this? Uh, I don't know. It's all one hundred percent. This is Triv Day. 
Oh God, you don't want that. Put it. I don't think it's as good as. Okay, so going by like the IMDb and Pace magazine rankings, just as a you know. Yeah, they have it right. But no, 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 no. They don't. Where no, but I'm saying, given those two, I would not take it as high as 22, but I would not put it as low as 122. Yeah, me neither. I I would feel comfortable putting it between 40 and 60. I can live with that. Can you hone that in a little bit? Uh, what was uh, the fugitive? I'll go as high as the arrival. Where's that? 71. 71. I, I said Triv Day. <laughs> We're triv- not not Trivenick Day. <laughs> hey, just because Triv likes to do a thing that does. What, what the hell was that? What? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, like I say, you know, single body electric is 69. You can like pop fart? it there and have a kind of similar thing. If you wanted to go vi- variation on a Christmas epi- episode, you could go by Night of the Meek. No, at, like, um, which, what did you like more? Is like, where would you put it as far as like which it? I, I enjoyed this. Together. It's not, I, I remember seeing this multiple times. It's not one that stands out to me as one I will probably revisit. I can um, see that. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just. You guys oh, yeah. it's one clause. that once you've seen it and you've taken it in, it's like, okay, I don't need to see that again. Right. But if I it comes really up, I'll watch it. Right. Exactly. I have no issues with it. That's Wait, why I would say I would put this. We're still trying to figure that out. Well, if it's an episode you don't want to watch again, it doesn't make any sense but to put I, it doesn't, like that high. No, but that, it's that, not, that it's not one that I hate either. And I could say that of half these episodes on this list, I would not necessarily seek out to watch again. But if it was on I like a marathon... how the three people that are in charge of the list and none of us agree with the list. <laughs> <laughs> the three people that are in charge of it and made the list, all of us are like, oh, I, why is well, that? Well, we always fall to that place where, well, it's kind of like this or, well, you know, a good midpoint is that or whatever it might be. I think some of it might be, oh, shit, look how late it is. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. It's that's boring. on me. That, that's no, my fault. No, it's actually on me. No, it's so my fault is, because huh? I'm the one that's always got to like get my ass to bed at a decent hour because well, I'm I mean, I have to be up in four. I have to be up in like four hours. So, I mean, oh it's, shit! It's I'm just better at masking it. I mean, I'm just sometimes I'm like, oh fuck, I'm just, where? Just <laughs> where do you want to put it? This is this is, this is your Jacob. Your your training of having like the seven kids that you had. This is the what it's been for to stay up for a rankings list for fucking Twilight Zone. Oh, I can stay up. Yeah. I mean, like I say, I could see putting this around like the I sing the body electric. It's a similar type of episode. I feel relatively like there's that poignancy um, to understanding what people's worth is. I like this. I think this one was, in my opinion, at least in execution wise, was deeper and a little no, bit agree. more impactful than what it had. Okay, to say. then use use sixty nine as a start. No, use sixty nine as a starting base. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely always my starting place. <laughs> man what a world we always start on 69 this world just can you imagine can you imagine when jacob came on that was this is beer re- this is where we've ended up no, starting no, there points. Are worse uh, i'll go as high as like 60s i don't know okay what about i this really versus... don't want to but i i just don't i i what about I, this... I really yeah i was just gonna say so i don't know i i and again i know that what we have here is all over the freaking board, but I I like Escape Clause better than this. I do That's too. like midway up the sixties. What What do you think? I think for Twilight Zone, yes, Escape Clause is better than this. Well, then you have Last, Last Flight. Flight which I think that? Is, is that the one? It's where the That's World one... War One pilot comes comes to like modern day and. Are you sure? Last Flight, yeah. 
Yeah, it's the World War One pilot. The British pilot comes to like New Jersey. Yeah. Um, that one's kind of dealing with the poignancy too of you know saving a guy's life in the future. Well, I'm cool with it being right in there. Escape clause, last play. It sounds like you both say escape clause is better than this. So. Well, there isn't when the sky was open. I think uh, this episode is better when the sky was open. But then again, it's above the lonely. I like the lonely. Um, which is at number sixty nine right now. Sixty-eight. You like the do you like the lonely better than uh or sixty? I mean, it would be. Do you like the lonely better than uh? You said you like it better than this episode. I do, but I mean, I don't think that this episode's worse than lonely. I just as for like like Truth said, and we were saying a minute ago, I can't. It's hard for me to use that parameter of like, oh, which one would I watch again? Because I probably won't watch this one again. That doesn't mean that it's not good. It just means. This is one that I just don't, I would not feel a need to revisit. Right. I think something it's good. Like, so something like the Escape Clause is a fun, interesting episode that you'd go back and watch because it has watchability. Yeah, it's the a, lonely, it, it's I goofy. Like and, too. It's, it's got, I think, I wouldn't mind watching that one again. I, I might not. Yeah, I think when you to get to, it. well, when you get to the, I think the body electric and you start going down, these are a lot of episodes we probably would never want. I mean, there's episodes we would watch if it was on. But I mean, you're talking about like the mirror and the arrival and the midnight sun and young man's I think fantasy. The lonely and... should be higher on the list, but there's lots of that. We run into that every every week. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we get yelled at by every single guest we have on. <laughs> this is true. Uh, but like I, I could go for the six sixty five area. I'm fine with that. If you guys are looking at that, I'm cool with placing it where. I, I'm just put... tossing it out there as an idea. You guys don't have to go by my she's estimation. Tossing the, she's tossing this out. Uh, no, right, how about 69? Like right below the lonely, right above I think the body electric. That's what I. That's what I started with. <laughs> no. What do you think about that, Jacob? Sure, we'll talk about this in a you know ten episodes. I go why why is that there? <laughs> because we because it's the only way we can agree. I mean, we could go on for a few more hours if you want to talk about this list and like how crazy the thing it is, is. Just from a general perspective, like trying to <laughs> oh. like look, it's an anthology. Se- <laughs> it's an anthology series. How do you, how do you connect or how do you compare Nervous Man in a four dollar room to The Chaser? Like besides, you can look at the performances, you can look at the story, but you know where does that where does that start? Where does that end? I don't know. It stars starts with Eye of the Beholder ends Over with there. Trouble Templeton. There you go. That's right. It starts with Nan Adams and ends with Nan Adams because she well, ran yeah, me over duh. like a reindeer. That you know this tried. episode needed kill me with a forklift. I think I would have been happy. Right. He got he got hit or he got hit like Marty McFly style by Nan Adams, and he had a dream about. <laughs> he wakes up. He's like, "Hey, you were dead, and you were dead, and you were dead." I think it would have worked a lot better. Yeah, there we go. Uh, okay, so are we good with that? Right below yeah. the lonely, right above I think the body electric. Thirty-two. I'd say. <laughs> yes 32 you're number 30 i mean if you think about it it's like a little over double the double 32 maybe a little triple i don't know too many shots shot 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 okay so anyways uh good news everyone no shot no chaser right good news everyone new number 69 dudes is the changing of the guard uh number one still the eye of the beholder number 102 the trouble with templeton next week guys oh we number 83, 83. In. yep the piano in the house. Woo! Uh, shit, it's gonna make it's gonna it's gonna get knocked to a hundred at some point. I'm guessing. Whenever Maybe if we not. ever get big enough to where we get merch, we need a shirt that says "Piano in the house." I'm gonna put. I'm <laughs> gonna the, make a couple of your And the house has shirt. to like start in the front and then go all the way around to the back with like O's. So H O O O O O O O U S E. Do it, Triv. Get it done. 
Make it make it so number what two. What sizes do you guys wear? I got a cricket. I'll make it happen. It Ooh. doesn't do shirts, but I got a cricket. I'll make it happen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so next week it will not be the start of season four. We're gonna do a talk of the uh, season three, like we did the last two seasons. And then after that, Jacob's favorite thing to do is talk about season four because he's been looking forward to this, forward to this for God, what three, four years now? How long have we been doing this podcast? I think we should. Do the movie one that we were thinking about doing. Nah, wait till Put Christmas season four off as long as possible, so I can have like. A... <laughs> we'll just start. Go- we'll just get into season like uh, the new seasons of Twilight Zone from Jordan Peele. <laughs> hey, we're yeah. we're making you wait in and Tissa. Patient, patient, patient. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, season three wrap up. We'll talk about next week, and then uh, we'll head into the uh, annals of uh, <laughs> the. Longest anals. season ever. Really? Anals. The anals of the longest season ever. We're heading to anal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We have no, we're actually getting rid of the cup. We're just going for the anal. So, Oof. Uh, yeah. All Anyways. Cups, no anal. <laughs> Anyways, uh, with that said, uh, we'll look forward to that. But Jacob, Driv, hey, guess what? We're through season three. We're way Yay. past that halfway point at this point. It's uh, We only have like hey. 40,000 more episodes to go. So, hey. Driv. Yes. Triv. What? You have you have content. Do I? Where's that content located? Uh well, when you're not going to a boys prep school, uh, you can find me on YouTube. Uh Trivial Theater. I do a wide array of random obscure and straight up bad movies. I probably will not have something out by the time this drops, but by the one that follows, I will hopefully have some new content up and out. Um I did do a collab on uh, Killer Raccoons 2. Dark Christmas of the Dark. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out because it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. So Jacob, I hope you're not going to go to a boys' preparatory school. I hope that's not in the cards for you. Maybe be a little weird and might not have you on the podcast anymore. I'm assuming, but have me on a list for sure. Yeah, you will be definitely in the house, the big house, <laughs> in the big house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, you're, you'll have your penis stretcher in that the house with you because they'll be. That is why out. I went to the big house. <laughs> went to the prep school with a penis stretcher. Why is this forty three year old, forty four now, forty four year old man? Am I forty four? Yeah, you know how old 44. he is. He just knows he's old. <laughs> you know when you get to those uh, like middle ages of the decade that you, you or the ten years, sometimes you get a little mixed up. Yeah, uh, but you still have a penis stretcher at a boys' prep school. <laughs> It sounds like the beginning of a dirty joke. Mm-hmm. Sounds like sure the, it is. the aristocrats. Anyways, where's your content located? Not where you your, your content. I have two YouTube channels. Uh, one of them, not a lot of stuff on it anymore. There's a lot of stuff on it. I don't put a lot of stuff on there. The other one, not a lot of stuff on it. But I put stuff on there sometimes. So check me out on Retro JKXY on YouTube. That's where I put my video game documentary videos for the most part. Um, I have a new one coming when it's done at some point in the future. Almost at a thousand subscribers. So go subscribe and stuff. Yeah. It is yeah. the good stuff. <laughs> or don't. I mean, you know. Hit like or subscribe. Guys, or Retro Jakesy Jakesy is uh nine hundred <laughs> eighty <laughs> subscribers away from a thousand. Go go do it. Hey, you play? Wait, you play? Wait, you play Flashback too? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna do a review of that, but then I was like, I don't want to think about this game anymore. 
Yeah, I'm sorry you had to play that, man. You 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 took one for you took a bullet for all of us. I actually had a review written and everything. I have the script still. I just never did it, and it was going to be for the PC version and the Steam Deck version because I played it on both. That game's a broken mess, but I beat it. Yeah, and I even put a playthrough of it up. Yeah, so definitely check that out. For me, things have changed. I no longer am doing YouTube review videos. Just this podcast. Why that is? Because anal because reasons no it it was it was it was time i've been thinking about doing that for a while so you will not be seeing me do movie reviews anymore maybe down the road maybe i'll do some shorts or something like that i am doing was it the oscar live watch as the last video i'm doing for the channel outside of these podcasts so that's all i have for the time being i need a rest i need a break from these yanals of youtubes and not making money and wasting my time on it yeah too much anal, too much anal in the YouTube space. So, with that said, no, okay, yeah, I, I decided to kind of scale back and just kind of worry about the podcast and do other stuff in my my life that I've been kind of putting off. So, yeah, that's why I'm not doing it anymore. But, anyways, there you go. So, without further ado, we'll see you for the wrap up of season three next week. And uh, for myself, for I think Triv's dying over there, and uh, Jacob, who's looking up porn. We'll see you guys next time in the Twilight Zone. Peace out, guys. I'm going to see how long you go before you uh, die. Yeah.